Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Man, episodes five and six of the Last Dance documentary was a thing. Whew. If you listen to the, the podcast from earlier today, I talked about whether or not they were going to go in depth about Jordan and his gambling. And I got to tell you, I was really impressed that they, they devoted so much time, energy and archival footage to doing it. I was wondering if they would soft pedal it. I mean, it's, it's still clearly shown from the prism of Michael Jordan's, but I'm honestly a little shocked that they went that hard talking about it. And some of the the clips that they used, my buddy Jason Goff made a great point. If you heard a family member talking about gambling the way that you heard Michael Jordan talking about gambling, you would go, that person has a gambling problem. If a friend of yours was talking like Jordan was, I don't have a gambling problem. I just do it for fun, and it definitely came off like Michael Jordan had a gambling problem. So that was really impressive. I was, I was really, like, truly blown away because the criticism had come earlier this week from Ken Burns about how much power you give someone to do a documentary, and if you're, can you cover your subject fairly? I actually think they accomplished that. Like that's I'm I'm still a little in shock and awe to tell you the truth about it, but good for them. It's I've already I've already thought that this is a very good telling of the story of Michael Jordan and that just raised the bar for me for how good it was. Let me go back to to episode 5 for a second. Shout out to Mike Mulligan and George Offman. Let's go. Not only did they get their faces in the dock, but Mully got like significant time. 
Mully got enough time that it, it should be on his IMDb page. I don't even know if Mully has one. But he actually got to say words. They took the old Phil Ponce show and on, on uh, Chicago Tonight, and Mully got some run. He got some run, so make sure you check out Mully and Ha tomorrow morning. I'm sure he's going to have something to say. Good for him. Uh, speaking of weird things, I found myself in episode six. I didn't say any words, but I was one of those reporters that was peering through the window out here looking like Ryan Pace. I was shocked by it, too. I was just sitting there in my chair going, was that me? And I was like, oh, that's me. Yep. Totally me. Anyway, I I like the way that in both episodes they they went in depth about like Michael's drive and like the things that he would do to try to motivate himself. And in some cases he didn't need any extra motivation, but he found it wherever he could. The, the Kobe thing was interesting. Like they had said that that was going to be a part of it. I thought it was going to be more, honestly, I, I thought that there would be more from Kobe, but I thought that so far he had, Outside of Horace Grant talking about the the Pistons and the traveling cocaine circus, I thought that Kobe had the the mic drop line where he started talking about how don't talk about me the same way that you talk about MJ because everything that I got, I got from him. So if you were one of those people that is still trying to figure out where Kobe belongs in the greatest of all time conversation. Clearly he falls behind Michael Jordan. We should still probably have a conversation about magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but I'm just saying that if, if we're talking about the greatest, you can just kind of put Kobe around number five and then everyone can fight it out about him and LeBron and Larry bird and, whoever else you want to put in there. What also is becoming clear, the more we listen to and we watch and listen to this podcast, man, that stuff between MJ and Isaiah is real. It has gone on for 30 years, and 23 is not letting it go. Now, let me say this. You, you've heard me in these post-show podcasts talk about my disdain for Isaiah Thomas. And that disdain is real. But I will say, let's not take away from how good of a player Isaiah Thomas was. Zeke was legit. Like, he was a superstar. He wasn't just a star. He was a superstar. One of the best point guards in the history of the NBA. And you heard what Michael said. He had Magic Johnson and then him. But that that thing is so real. Like that animosity from Michael Jordan's side is really real. And it's been fascinating to see him give voice to some of that hatred that he feels for Isaiah Thomas. Crazy. I'm glad that they spent some time talking about the Knicks. I feel like that the Knicks as a, 
I don't want to say villain because I don't find them to be villainous. Although I do enjoy drinking Knicks fans' tears, they were an excellent foil. And you knew how much like MJ loved playing at the Garden. Like he'd have some of his best games there. It's crazy to me. I don't know if you've ever. I've never like honestly since I was a kid. Maybe I had a pair of Scottie Pippen flights. Back in the 90s. I love those shoes. I love them. Black and gray. They had the air pocket. They were dope. But if you ever had shoes that predated air pockets, I, Michael was right. I, he knew it in the moment. Like putting on those Jordan 1s, I don't know how you play in those, how your ankles handle playing in those. Did anyone else think about Kurt Schilling when he was talking about a, a, a sock full of blood? I don't know how you play in those and, and play basketball. It, it's so weird to me. Like, even now when I wear, whether it's Air Force Ones, I don't own, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. I actually, except for Jordan sent me, not Michael, but Jordan Brand sent me a pair of Jordan three golf shoes. I'll never wear them because one, I don't play golf and two, like they're too pretty to wear on a golf course, unless I'm getting a chance to play golf with Michael Jordan and or Tiger Woods or Barry Rosner. Then I I'd bring those shoes out and I'd, I'd wear them, but I was never really a Jordan guy. And if I'm in air force ones or, um, any shoe like from that era, like I love the look, but I've never loved the way that they felt. And I've never understood how people can hoop in them. Ever. So seeing Mike go back to the Jordan ones to play and then score 54 points in shoes that were clearly hurting his feet. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It took me back like this was the episode that I that did the most as far as like reminiscing for me. Like I remember a lot like the the Phoenix series in particular. Like I remember Charles Barkley saving the city with that win in game five. And I remember where I was. I was at a graduation party. At HF, me and Ben Bradley well, it wasn't at HF it was at Ashley Duchess house, but. Like, I actually have a picture from, I'm going to try to find that picture. I have a picture from that night. It's the, the whole thing just kind of came back, like, rushing at me. People forget how good Barkley was, too, because Barkley has spent more time now being a, a commentator than anything else. Like, he was incredible. And you see it in some of these highlights. I'm glad that they told the stories about Tony Kukoc. I'm glad that he he finally got some run and it it really is interesting how Jerry Krause seemed to be unable to read the room like really wasn't able to read the room and I'm not sure why but he he seemed to say the wrong thing at the wrong time to those guys all the time and Poor Tony Kukoc, he ended up getting the brunt of all of that. But I'm glad that he pushed back, played well against the Dream Team. And I, Tom Dorrit actually said on Twitter that once he got to the Bulls, him and Scotty became, like, really good friends. So that was cool to hear. Tony was such a 
I mean, he kind of invented the stretch four. Uh, R.I.P. to Drazen Petrovic, who was on that that team for Croatia too. That team was <laughs> that team was real good, real good. And the new general manager was on the team that won third place in Lithuania. Arturis Karnaschovas. So this is getting, like, I can't believe, again, I cannot believe that they're going to wrap all this up in the four episodes that they have left. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to, to seeing all of this stuff, like, I believe Kendall, Kendall Gill's on that team, that New Jersey Nets team. You're going to see BJ Armstrong talking smack in the semifinal with Charlotte. I mean, there's a lot here, man. There's a lot here. And I talked with my buddy Stephen Howard, who played for Utah, and he's telling me all sorts of stuff. So I thought overall, like those two episodes, like every time we get two more episodes, you walk away going, wow, those were the best episodes. But the fact that they dug as deeply as they did on Jordan's gambling and seemed to be unafraid to talk about it, man, that's uh, that's that's real journalism right there. That's I'm glad they did it. I'm glad that we don't have to sit here and go, oh, why didn't they talk about that? It is weird that Juanita hasn't been brought up at all. And I I mean he MJ did like say if if I was gambling like I wouldn't my wife would leave me and my kids would be like there I honestly am a little surprised that she hasn't been interviewed cuz there's a perspective that would be great on all of this I think. But man, some powerful stuff. Some really powerful stuff that happened in these two episodes. I hope you enjoyed them. I enjoy watching them. This is the first podcast I've actually done from my couch. Usually I sit at my desk and I'm like sitting there like it's a studio. I found this to be a lot more comfortable. Huh. Maybe I'll do this more. The mic cord is long enough so I can just chill on the couch and just ramble on and talk about the old days. I'm going to see if I can find that picture. Because that picture, I got the fade going, and you could tell that I thought I was going to the University of Michigan. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. I will talk to you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey.